We hope you enjoy listening to Once in a Blue Midnight podcast. Your host is Rachel Lawson, poet and author, the writer of the works you shall hear in this podcast. Dreams and Nightmares Hello, my name is Necromancer. Welcome to my show, said Lance Alexander, standing centre stage at a small theatre somewhere in Melbourne, Australia. There was a scream in the auditorium. The Necromancer was the name of a serial killer in that town. I'm not that one, said Lance Jr. Told you the Necromancer would scare people. Whispered his new partner in the act, Zack Sandman. And he's the neuromancer, said Junior. People in the audience murmured about the neuromancer coming out. They heard of his father, a superhero of the same name. He's not him either. They are another. Necromancer and Neuromancer. Okay, huffed Junior. The real Necromancer laughed and said to his friend, Sandy Sandman, who was in the audience with him. They're going well. No one knows who they are. At least they didn't scream when they found out who my son was, chuckled Sandy. They thought you were coming out, said Lance Senior. You too, said Sandy. Like I would, said Lance Senior. Back on the stage moments later, Junior looked possessed. Dermy, you're all right, said Zack, who was running to his side. Senior and Sandy materialised on stage beside Junior. He's having a vision, said Sandy to his son. Drop the curtains, roared Senior. The curtains closed. I've heard he has them. Not seen him having one before, Zack said. They are usually dark visions of the future. His uncle, the timekeeper, has them too, said Sandy, with an air of... Concern. Junior looked scared and horrified of something. Senior held him so he wouldn't wander off stage and hurt himself or anyone else by falling on them. He was lost in his vision. Zack was scared. Junior's eyes, they were on fire. Junior's father was a reaper, Zack knew. Is this normal? asked Zack. No, said Senior, concerned. Sandy looked in his eyes and glowed. He's seeing a violent serial killer. He is... Oh, oh. Sandy... 
exhausted and threw up. Are you alright, Dad? Asked Zack. Sandy was coming round. He was sweating and looking horrified and greenish. Sorry about that, said Sandy, noticing he threw up. What did you see? Asked Tanya. It was like a nightmare, said Sandy. A really bad one. Sandy, what were they doing? Sandy. Skinning his victim and defleshing them too, Sandy said, looking loath to speak, let alone think of it. I think he is in such horror he is unable to retain his appearance. It is his true form we are seeing, said Sandy. Junior looked like a skeleton in a tux. Oh my god, said the horrified senior, realising his son was a grim reaper. Can you wake him up? I'll try. It is not the dreaming. He's in the vision. It may be hard, said Sandy, who walked into a portal and disappeared. Sandy stepped out of the portal into the vision, gingerly, not sure what would happen, as it was a time loop, not a dream. He knew it was dangerous being in time loops. He saw Junior. He was in Reaper form, watching the killer, playing the victim, and defleshing them in a moment like super speed. Time was crazy in time loops. An hour could be like a moment. They were in a quantum dream loop. He'd read about them. They were tricky to escape. Just neuromancers. He walked in a veil of invisibility over to Junior, who was cowering in the shadows of the dream unseen by the masked killer. Wake up. You must wake up. This is only a dream, said Sandy the Sandman. I can't wake up, said the Reaper. Why? asked Sandy. I'm stuck here. I tried to wake up before. I just can't wake up, said Junior. My hand, said the Sandman. The Reaper reached the bony and at the Sandy who took it. Junior awoke. The dream melted away, and Sandy appeared out of a portal on the stage. He woke him, said Senior. Are you alright, Dad? asked Zack. I'm fine. The dream was a time loop. 
It took a bit out of me escaping it. Said the weekend Sandy. He was stuck in there. I gave him a little nudge to get him out of the loop. Noticed he was in his dad's arms. Blushed slightly. His flesh had returned. I was making sure you didn't fall off the stage boy, said Senior. Junior smiled. Thank you, said Junior. What did the vision say? Asked Senior. I don't know. Someone will be murdered by a man in a mask. I don't know who, said Junior. It was a woman, the victim. Said. Returned you sadly. Remembering the victim. You saw my vision too, said Junior sadly. Yes, said Sandy. We're worried about you. We haven't many clues to stop it, said Senior. No, said Junior. I keep an eye on dreams for the killer, said Sandy. I'll keep an eye on the deaf side. Said Senior. Where are the stage crew? Asked Zack, puzzled. The place was so quiet. You are in a time loop. Out of time, said a man walking on stage. Uncle Tempest, said Junior, seeing the man. I sensed your magic. Tell him, Keeper, said Sandy. Yes, Sandman. Said Tempest, the timekeeper. Do you know who the killer is? Asked Senior. Yes, said Tempest. Tell us, we must stop them, said Senior. Won't like to know, said Tempest. Why? asked Junior. He needs to be stopped, said Senior. You won't like it, said Tempest. I'll fly him myself, said the necromancer, aka Senior. Just look awkward. Senior looked awkward too. He's not, said Senior. I'm sorry to say it is him, said Tempest, sadly. Oh, okay, well... Just have to live with it, said Junior sadly. Why? Who is he? asked Junior. Apparently he is me. So the victim was on the list of people to die for their crimes. Said Junior. Sorry I scared you two. I didn't mean to scare anyone. We hope you enjoyed our podcast. If you want to listen to more of my stories and poems, come back later to Once in a Blue Midnight podcast anytime.